Welcome to this week's edition of Mountain Outhouse News. I'm your host, Jam Jam. This is the craziest to happen in running this week. This week's stories include a new women's mile record, Volstate screwed results, and a new hole to hump fastest known time. We begin this week with a new FKT, or fastest known time, that involves the Grand Canyon, but likely one that you've never heard of. James Benet set a new mark on the route dubbed the Hole to Hump. The Hole to Hump concept was first executed in 1982 by Scott Baxter and Alan Williams, who completed it in 21 hours, 26 minutes. The goal is to run from the Colorado River at the bottom of Grand Canyon, elevation 2,500 feet, hole, to the top of the highest point in the state of Arizona, Humphreys Peak at 12,633 feet, hump. But it wasn't always that way. The hump to hole was actually first thought of in the 1960s, but in the reverse direction going from hump to hole. No one ever completed it back then, so it was switched to the up direction. Rather than having a defined path, the goal is simply to reach the two points as quick as possible, connecting in any way the runner likes. Keep in mind, just to get to the start, you have to descend to the bottom of the Grand Canyon, and once you reach the finish line at the top of the peak, you still have to get off the mountain. The previous best was set way back in 1983 by Mike Erlerman in 20 hours, 23 minutes. The route hasn't seen much activity or attention over the years, with only a couple other attempts or completed times posted to the fastest known time website. It's clear James did his research on the route, and instead of taking South Kaibab Trail, he opted for the New Hans Trail, which provided for a bit more of a direct route shaving down his total mileage to clock in at 72.22 miles. His finish time was 16.44.03. I have a feeling this might ignite a new interest in the hole to hump and hole to hump route going forward. And I'm sure someone is already scheming up a hole to hump to hole. Just wait, you heard it here first. The annual race across Tennessee, the Volstate 500K, took place this past week and it was a doozy. Before you sign up for this one, Take a look at a few of these photos posted by Seamus Babcock from the past. With the heat and humidity of this time of year, it can be absolutely brutal. Look at those heat rashes. The race is 314 miles long, held in nonstop fashion on the roads across the whole state. While there are no traditional aid stations, you can either run the race crewed with a support team driving to meet you along the way, or screwed, having no crew, instead relying upon gas stations and convenience stores for aid. So the story of the year has to be Greg Armstrong, who already has the crude record, going for his second attempt at running screwed. Running in his signature Teva sandals, Greg beat the record, finishing in three days, 14 hours, 11 minutes. On the ladies' side, it was Beverly Anderson Abs who took the win in the screwed category, setting a new record in four days, seven hours, 17 minutes, and 55 seconds. The 2019 No Rock 100 is underway this week. With the cancellation of the Hard Rock this year due to high avalanche and snow conditions, how's the course faring? Well, I've been out on it a bit, and here's my take. The snow up high two weeks ago when I arrived into town was quite high with stream runoff at record levels. Since, the melt has been tremendous and much of the snowpack has melted out. However, there is still significant snow up high, meaning icy traverses in the early mornings and slushy postholing in the afternoons. Streams are still flowing dangerously high, and there are plenty of those to cross. Avalanche paths are slowly getting cleared, but still pose major obstacles for those traveling in the San Juans. Many of the Jeep roads in the area have opened up, but one major one 
at the Grouse Gulch aid station is still covered by deep snow from a slide that has piled snow and debris high over top the actual location for the Grouse Gulch aid station. All in all, it was the right move to cancel and we'll stay tuned for Hard Rock 2020. Two running events that did still take place in Silverton just a week ago despite the obstacles were the Kendall Mountain Run and Silverton Alpine Runs. These face less issues being shorter than Hard Rock, but still had to contend with high snow and the Grouse Gulch Avalanche Slide. 42nd Kendall went off Saturday with Timmy Parr taking the win in 144.19. Not as fast as time on the course, likely slowed in some respects from the snow, but he pulled off the win. Timmy had two minutes up on Tate Lagaska of Durango. For the women, it was Kelly Wolf taking her first Kendall win in 207.46, just ahead of Colleen Lingley of Flagstaff, who finished in 208.41. The next day, we saw the largest ever field for the Silverton Alpine Runs, a race created by hard rocker Emily Bear back in 2004. In the 50K, Ryan Kayser absolutely ripped the course, setting a new course record in 356.21, while Heather Hoesch was the women's winner in 509.12, the second fastest all time. In the marathon, we didn't see any records, but Cody Reed was the winner in 345, followed by Drew Fries in 353. But the ladies, Maggie Guterell was first in 432, followed by Rebecca Bramley just two minutes back. Gotta shout out my brother and sister-in-law, Nick and Lauren Curry, for their wins of the 2019 Mount Hood 50 Mile. The course runs near Mount Hood in Oregon and does a double out and back along the Pacific Crest Trail. Nick took the overall win in 623, while Lauren was fifth overall, a women's winner in 713. Watch out, Nick. She's coming for you. The Badwater 135 also took place this week. I remember the days when it started just after Hard Rock, and I believe someone has done both back-to-back, but it's now flip-flopped. The event now starts in the night, thanks to new National Park regulations, but this was quite the historic year. Lining up were 2017 IAU 24 our world champions, Yoshihiko Ishikawa of Japan and Patricia Berenazowska of Poland. They faced the likes of Pete Kostelnik, Zach Gingrich, Harvey Lewis, Amy Costa, and the Slabies, Gina and Steve. That wouldn't matter much as both went on to smash their respective races, with each setting new course records. Ishikawa won in 21.33.01 and even proposed to his girlfriend as soon as he finished. I think the bigger accomplishment might have been getting down on one knee right after finishing. Ouch. Baranowska plays second overall and her new record time is 24-13-24. She was two hours ahead of third place overall, Harvey Lewis, who got it done in 26-11-18. The Slavies finished together in eighth and ninth, 29-26-43, with Gina placing second woman. We have a new women's one mile world record after Sifan Hassan, ran a 412.33, which is a scant 0.23 faster than the former record set 23 years ago. The record was set at a Diamond League track meet in Morocco. And with that, thanks for tuning in to episode 154 of Outhouse News. This show would not be possible without the continued support of our Patreon contributors, who help with the production of this show each and every week. Join the Patreon crew at the link below for as little as $2 per month. Huge shout out to our $50 level supporters, Squirrels Nut Butter, Brian Sands, and the Twisted Fork Ultra out of Park City, as well as our $25 level supporters, Bluebird Running Company, Carrie Savage, Renee Feint, Casey Carter, and Jeff Holbrook. 
Thanks for checking out the show, and we'll see you next time. If you have crazy stories to share, or a question or feedback for the show, please leave a comment below. And finally, if you'd like to own this custom pair of Jam Jam sunglasses, complete with a signed certificate of authenticity, check out the link in the description. Have a week.